Welcome to the Dweeb the People podcast, where we're taking a deep dive into Dweeb culture. I'm Steven. I'm Randy. I'm Dee. Today we're talking about Game of Thrones, Season 8, Episode 6, The Iron Throne. So stab your anti-queen lover. Because her dragon's too stupid and thinks it was a chair. And now it's time to Dweeb the People. Welcome to the Dweeb the People podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dweeb the People. You can find Steven on Twitter at Dweeb Steven. You can find Randy on Twitter at Casual Chinos. And you can find Dweeb, Dweeb, at Dweeb, at Dweeb. Dweeb, Dweeb, at Dweeb, Dweeb. You know, I bet at Dweeb, Dweeb is available. Sticking with Dweeb, 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 Damn it. <laughs> so today we're talking about Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 6, The Iron Throne. And of course, for the last episode, I didn't update the text, but I made it up on the spot. Mm, good for you. And I would have gotten away with it, too, if I didn't tell you about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, Randy. Hi, Dee. Hello. Hey. Uh, y'all want to talk about the season finale of Barry tonight? I am all for that. I was going to talk about <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. Ew. I'm all for that as well. <laughs> Lala's such a bitch. She is. She really is. That show might almost be worse than Real Housewives. No, it's oh, just as bad. It, <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, no, Noah's a really good person. Yeah. It's just, you're watching horrible people make horrible mistakes. Yeah. It's fun, because I feel better about myself. Yeah, that argument only lasts so long. No, no, mm. lasts forever. <laughs> All right. Anyways, moving on. All right, let's talk about the season finale. Insert music later of Game of Thrones. Dun 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 dun. No. I was trying to do Dweeb the, the people. <laughs> dun 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 dun. All right. Dweeb. <laughs> so, uh, what do y'all want to talk about first? First off, only one person dies in this episode. Yeah. I thought we'd get mm-hmm. a lot more death. Yeah, it's true. There really was only one person, wasn't there? Yeah. Well, yeah. Huh. Okay. Literally one exact person. Yeah. Jon Snow. <laughs> you know. I think you're watching a different show. <laughs> oddly enough. I did think because of all the comparisons between John and Ned, I really thought we were going to see John get his head chopped off. Oh. I kind of was thinking the same thing. I thought John was going to die. And I was confused when you said Ned. I don't know why I, th- I thought Ned Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> Flanders. Highly ho! <laughs> uh, but no, of course you're talking about Ned Stark, right? Yes. yes. Okay, good. <laughs> We're not talking about The Simpsons. So, we start out the episode with uh, John and Tyrion 
pretty pretty mortified, right? Yeah. The uh, they're not happy. No, and I know there are people, you know, allegedly. Ra- I guess rage quitting the show. I'm not sure how that works in the last oh, yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> he quit in the last show. Okay, so should we start like overall reactions to the show first before we dive into specific parts of it? Sure. So yeah, go ahead and fin- go ahead and continue with that then, Randy. Listen, <laughs> I I don't know. I I'm not. How about the um. The more I thought about the episode, the more I liked it. I didn't hate it when I first watched it by any means. I thought, you know what? This is a fine episode. Um, the talking. <laughs> well, this is a fine is... episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It didn't blow me away. It wasn't the Red Wedding. But, uh-huh. um, you know, there were some good good scenes, especially between Don, uh, Don uh, John and Tyrion and, um, and Don Dot. Draper as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the more I thought about it, the more I like this episode. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's it's a series finale. I don't I don't know what people were expecting. I I think a, the biggest complaint that I saw was that people felt that this season was very hurried, um, and a lot of the storylines were kind of cut off and not done very well. Um, the and I mean, it wasn't up to par with the other seasons, and that's what people are complaining about. Hey, they're not wrong that the last two seasons were hurried, um, but you know, I mean, it's the end of the show, and they're trying to come to an end. And you know, people have been living and dying with this show for eight years. And the expectations are so high, and everybody has it set in their mind how they want it to go. And when it doesn't go that way, they cry bloody murder. And blame the writing. Yeah, I mean, if if listen, a lot of the people like the heaviest criticism I've I've heard is from people that read the books, and really you've got no one to blame but George R. R. Martin. <laughs> yeah, you know, the dude didn't finish his end of the bargain. That's yeah. <laughs> on him. Yeah, um, and you know he's he's stated that he's given them you know the broad strokes and gave them the ending and they adhered to it. I mean, dude, th- these people have been killing themselves for this show. I mean, if you read the stories about what they went through to film uh, the Battle at Winterfell, it's been hell. These guys, just let let them out. Let them free. Let them be free. Yeah, they've done us a great service, and they brought us one of the greatest shows that will live. Yeah. It, you know, it's like one of those things, Sopranos ending. Yeah. It was oh, almost universal hatred. At when it happened, right? But now it's you look back and you respect it, and you know I think we're going to see the same thing with this. People are going to look back, and you know really enjoy it. And it's, I heard a wise man say, and I'm paraphrasing: it's not about whether you stick every landing; it's about the journey. What? So was it a good journey? Is that what you're trying to yeah, say? Yeah, it's you should appreciate the entire journey. From seasons one through season eight, it's been a an amazing ride. And it's not about whether they've executed every single thing on point. There is nothing that they could have done in this final season that would have ruined the series. Right. It's it just it's just going to live as a great show. I mean it's and if you appreciate it all together as one whole piece of art it's great. It's amazing. I've enjoyed my time. 
not I so mean, much with you two, but uh, while I'm watching the show, um, it's <laughs> by no means is is this like poor quality television. Um, this, I mean, if you saw this on NBC on a Thursday night at seven o'clock, your mind would be blown. It's, <laughs> it's incredible what they did and uh, the scope of everything. And I know people want to blame the writing and Benioff and Weiss here at the end, but even. If you think they made mistakes, the show is still amazing. Yeah. yeah. Overall, yes. They did a great job. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. And, I mean, <laughs> I see the argument of this season being very hurried and a lot of the storylines not really being fully fleshed out. But would that have made it that much better? better if we had gotten a bit more because I know people are saying that like Danny like flipped but I think they explained it pretty well in this episode like I think they were leading us to believe that her version of the wheel was this new type of government and things were going to be totally different maybe a Samuel Tarly democracy yes and that's what they were leading us to believe but the more she talked about it in this episode the more you thought oh I was thinking of a different wheel than you it's because you were in a different path than I was and that's the fans fault for coming up with fan fiction in your mind of what their plans are when you don't know and then you get upset when it's not like that right and like me, I thought that that's. I thought it the way Samwell brought it up. I thought that's what was going to happen. I thought that's what Danny was going for. Uh-huh. But I, I like the way they explained this because even me, who thought that I was convinced this is the way it was going to go, um, I was fine with that because I just realized the whole time that this is what Danny was going for. I just didn't see it. She probably that, had herself partially fooled as well. I mean, she may have. Because she's been, this entire series, she's been fighting being the Mad Queen. Right. And she's like openly saying it. I know who my father was. I'm trying not to be that person. So she's constantly having an internal battle with herself. She has. And I think a lot of the show is about people finding who they really are and accepting it. Um, And that Jamie, he did the same thing. He realized who he was. He was like, I'm a piece of crap. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the person who treats me like crap. Um, and I'm going to die with her. So he, he realized this is who I really am. <laughs> I mean, he accepted it. So, and I think that that's a lot of what the show has been about. And I think that's what the ending showed us. People really finding themselves and accepting it. Going to go back to my crap girlfriend. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're crap people. <laughs> well, you know, well, they're brick people now. Yes, they are. They're in the walls. They're Randy, bricks. what do you have to say about crap and bricks? <laughs> Crapping bricks? <laughs> you shitting bricks? Have you been well, shitting bricks I said recently? Crap and bricks, but uh, you know, you do you. <laughs> um, I thought that. So, all right, if we're just gonna get into something, I think they did a good job of showing Danny as being mad, um, and she kind of cemented it, which is why John ended up killing her. I don't think he went there to kill her. I don't think so either. Uh, I don't think he did either, yeah. But I also think that Tyrion did a nice job of saying, you know, when he's uh, in front of the the lords and ladies, and he says, you know, this is the wheel she wanted to break. And he lays it out like, you know, lords and ladies of the houses, we're going to meet here. 
when it comes time to pick a new ruler, and we'll all agree on a new ruler. Like, and he looks at Grey Worm and says, "That's the wheel she was trying to break." I think that I just thought that was a nice touch. Like, listen, not everything she did was terrible. She had good intentions. Um, it's just I, I thought it was a nice little nod. Yeah. He's also trying to talk himself out of chains. Well, <laughs> he's I don't very think good he was. With that. Well, he was because they gave Grey Worm. They duped him by saying, "Well, okay." We'll send Jon Snow to the Night's Watch for the rest of his life. He'll never be able to father children, marry a wife. And partially on that is what made Grey Worm agree to that. But there is no Night's Watch anymore. Right. Exactly. So they knew that. They were they knew where they were just getting him out and lying to Grey Worm. Yeah. Poor Grey Worm. I mean, I think they realized there was no way that he was not going to want Jon dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, if we can convince him here, then that's eh, fine. John wants to go north of the wall anyway. Yeah. And maybe he will father children one day. Because, I mean, John's he's technically the last of the Targaryens, right? Yeah. Oh. That's the end of that bloodline, then, if he doesn't father any children. Oh, he will. Oh. <laughs> With you? It sounds like you want to. Uh, I don't know that that is what came across at all. <laughs> Maybe I was thinking me. He'll find a nice wildling woman. Yeah. Me. So I have something very interesting to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right. What an introduction. Uh, so as far as Tyrion's choice and Bran, uh, that was a very interesting choice. Uh, and a lot of this episode, they leave open-ended to where you can kind of, is this how it's going or is this how it's going? Because I like, didn't say for sure John's going to live with the wildlings or if he's just escorting them and going back to the the wall. Uh, and we'll get into that later because okay. I know Dee's passionate about that one specific thing. No. Well, so, you were giving me the eye. You were looking at me like, oh, I'm going to scream. All right, all right. Keep going. Uh, so Tyrion's choice with Bran. I don't know if it's positive or negative because I think it can go either way. He knows, and they demonstrated that Bran is not going to be the most attentive leader. He's just like, eh, y'all figure it out. I'm going to go warg into a dragon. Yeah. Uh, and Tyrion, Tyrion is essentially running Westeros at this point. He is the hand of the king, much like his father did with Joffrey. Right. Uh, so he's literally, I mean, I, I think Tyrion has good intentions, but that, that can be easily be abused. Um, not to mention they haven't even appointed a master of whisperers. So who knows who they're going to get for that? All kinds of treachery. I guess that's like the CIA position, right? Yes. Uh, so the, the other side of that coin is he chose Bran because he's super pragmatic he makes the logical decision and I didn't think about this till the day after the show aired which is today (laughs) (laughs) they were saying that once the king dies you get together and choose another king the last three-eyed raven was over a thousand years old so Bran may not die ever if not for a very 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 long time and he's probably going to outlive everybody could be, or maybe it's because that dude was stuck in the tree and was helping him stay alive. I've been stuck in a tree, and I did not live forever. Mm. <laughs> no, I, 
and we don't know for sure what you know if if all three eye ravens live a long time or what but i'm just saying that's out there yeah could be maybe Tyrion didn't know that yeah that's another thing is did he know about the life limits of a three-eyed raven if that's a thing uh, but he's a pretty well-read guy so i'm sure all this stuff doesn't exist it's like fact in books but it's probably like oh this is like the urban legend books yeah. i'm sure he's read that stuff and and then when he starts seeing all these night kings and whites and three-eyed ravens he's just like wow those stories were true yeah turns out they live for a thousand years and die by the night king could be if that's the rule i don't know i don't know back to randy and crapping bricks <laughs> <laughs> well so yeah so what i was saying is i i don't think it was open-ended with john oh here we go i think it was he they the wildlings had already accepted him as one of them yeah he's been accepted um, for a few seasons right so i think that it was it was fitting that john went with them i think that he he said he wanted to go beyond the wall at one point and go live with the wildlings and that's what he he's doing i don't think he's has any intention of coming back but isn't he honor bound to stay in the night's watch and, and is there it is he? no night's watch isn't he honor bound to just live at the wall then and no. be the only person? No. He is bound by honor like no other person than Ned Stark. I, I don't think Bran had any intention of keeping him there. And I think that is when John said there's still a Night's Watch. Like, I, I think that Bran knew. There's no Night's Watch. You, I'm setting you free. I'm just not going to say it. <laughs> Yeah, and Tyrion, when he asked that question, Tyrion didn't say, yes, there is, or no, there isn't. He just kind of gave him a look like, that's the gist of it, John. Thanks for catching on, yeah. buddy. Yeah, way to keep it under wraps there, bud. Yeah, and then John said in that scene as well, he said, well, I guess it's the last time we'll ever see each other. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Tyrion thought, well, I'll come visit you at the Night's Watch because i got to piss off the wall like I like to. But then what what John knows is, like, I plan on going north, so I will never see you again. I thought he said that to Bran at the end there. No. I guess the last time I'll see you, and Bran said no. No, he said that to John because in season one, that's when Tyrion, he went up to the wall to see the Night's Watch because he'd never seen it before, uh, and his big thing was pissing off the wall at the top. So, yeah, it was definitely John. Why would he tell Bran he's never going to see him again? I thought that's what he said to all of them, his siblings. Oh, John? Yes. No, he said that to Tyrion. Are you sure he didn't say that to Bran? Because I'm pretty sure Bran said um, that they would see each other again in, like, some roundabout way. And I thought that that meant, like, Bran is going to borg into something and... John's gonna see I'll him see again. you yes. when I warg into Drogon yes. and he shows up in front of you and scares the shit out of you. <laughs> Did you crap your pants? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he said did not say that to Bran. Okay, but I will look it up. So, so should we address? Um, I guess John. Really I, I don't know if it's pants? the uh, elephant in the room, but why is a. Uh, oh, once word gets out that, uh, hey, you can just ask for your release from being part of the Seven Kingdoms. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, it'll be granted to you. Uh, it's, and I mean, it's kind of fitting because, you know, 
John's big thing was he became he spent too much time with Mance and became the the guy that wouldn't bend the knee, and now the North will not bend the knee, uh, the whole entirety of the North, which is kind of cool. But um, what's to stop Dorn from saying like, no, screw you, we're out of here? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they would be next in line to do that because uh, I think they were the longest to hold out from the previous war to join the Seven Kingdoms. Uh, so they want to. I'm pretty sure they're going to want to secede from the union uh also the ironborn from the iron islands the what's their last names the house Greyjoy. Greyjoy. Yeah. uh yara Greyjoy. she had a deal with danny that they would be an independent nation if she got the throne so yeah i'm surprised she didn't stand up it's like oh well, yeah we want to do that too <laughs> <laughs> uh but you're right and that's why this is not this is not a happy ending I don't think at all. It was because yes, they reinvent a little bit of the wheel, but there is guaranteed conflict coming soon. Oh yeah. Uh, just for that very reason that Randy brought up is the next nation that said, or the next house that says we want to go at it alone. Does Bran just say, yeah, sure. Right. Or does he fight and say, well, <laughs> I can't let everybody do that or else I'm just ruling over a city. Yeah. You know, so where, where's the line drawn? Is there a line at all? There's going to be conflict. Well, and uh, maybe that's when Sam's idea might be a little bit better. If they're all ruling independently, then there could be like a United Nations deal. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe Bran's purpose in trying to find Drogon is so that he could control Drogon? And that'll be his enforcement for people staying? Could be. Yeah. Could see that. I don't know that he really has a dog in the fight, though. I mentioned earlier that he's a pragmatist and he's very logistic or logical. Uh, but he's also... Ooh, he can be crazy, too. Because imagine a scenario where he see. Did we? He doesn't see the future, right? No, not that we know of. Then I'm sure he will. Doesn't he Eventually? comment all the time? This is how it was always going to happen, and stuff like that. Oh, I mean, I guess they kind of hinted to it as in this episode when he says, "That's why I'm here. That's why I came all this way yeah. to Tyrion." When Tyrion says, "Will you be the king?" So let's assume he has some sort of premonition. Maybe it's not outright being able to just visit the future or whatever uh what happens if he has this premonition that everyone dies in westeros is is he actually going to put up a fight to counteract that or is he going to be like that's the way it's going to be so i'm not going to do anything to stop it because that's how it's going to be i guess it depends so that's not a good leader <laughs> he i mean who knows what he saw with the night king i mean maybe he didn't it, his powers weren't fully developed at that point either but i don't know he seemed to want to fight that i don't know protect people i i don't know so he could be a good leader and he could be a terrible leader i think it's a good question (laughs) uh but yeah as far as conflict yeah there's come and come conflict with the nations wanting to depart depending on how they want to handle it right uh like i I mean i i suppose there could be like uh high guard or i can't remember who all was there but like the Iron Islands, maybe they're like, you know what? If we went on our own, we'd probably be uh, dead within a week. So <laughs> we'll just stay a part of this. It's yeah. fine. Possibly, yeah. I can't imagine they have a lot of crops out there on the Iron Islands. 
It seems like it's just 30 people out there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they got water and some fish. We have kale and uh, kale water. Yeah. Mmm. Yum. But another conflict I see coming up in this reality we've been presented is whenever brand does die i think that's probably when you're going to get your next war for sure could be because especially if he outlives everybody on this council uh that's going to be new blood with people different ideas not to mention these houses are going to be playing backroom politics for years and years it's like hey just an understanding when he goes we should try to take this thing yeah House Baratheon, uh, so, back on top. Yeah, so I mean, and you never know who the leader is in the future. Um, so everybody there agrees at this time, but <laughs> they got that little fifteen-year-old kid there still. What's his name? Robin Aaron. Yeah, Robin Aaron. Yeah. What if he decides he wants to be power hungry? Hey, man, that kid has grown up. I was just like, it took me a second to realize that was him, um, and I just I couldn't stop picturing him breastfeeding and like eight years old now you want to be breastfeeding now ew (laughs) (laughs) no there are videos he's older thing i mean like that's the thing that i remember him for that that's not the thing you want to be remembered for uh yeah I'm hungry. <laughs> so gross. Uh, hey, ladies. Uh, my name's so and so. I was on the. I was on Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Who are you? I was Robin Aaron. Oh, I don't remember that. Um, you know, I was. You know about the moon door? What? No, uh, I was breastfeeding with my mom when I was eight. Oh, oh yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And I was in the last scene, the last episode. Yeah. Uh, the only other time we saw him was when uh, the little finger was still around. He was running the yeah. the Erie. Is that where he is? Yeah. Is that right? So. Yeah. Uh, anyways, he was fighting in the background and just getting his ass beat by his, tra- his trainer or whatever. Yeah. So he's he's coming to his own, I'm sure. Well, maybe. I'm sure he's a decent dude. Yeah. But, yeah, so the... Uh, so the scene with John and um, Danny. I don't know. I I kind of saw it coming, but I don't. I don't know. I expected more emotion out of that. I think it's because for me, I never really bought into the two of them as a couple. Like, I think if you had bought into that a bit more, it might have been a bit more emotional. Well, they've done a pretty good job of telling us that John is checked out of that relationship. Yeah. <laughs> He's not into the ant thing. Yeah. Because, what is this? Twice, I think, that he's recoiled from her. Yeah. Uh, in disgust. Because he can't handle the ant thing. And she's is clearly it he- into it. <laughs> is it the ant thing? Or is it also the fact that she's insane uh, the first time he recoiled back in Winterfell she wasn't showing insanity uh, that was before the bells true but he also is that uh, well he was struggling with the whole crap on the rightful heir do I tell her kind yeah, of thing. yeah yeah so that I don't think it was just the ant thing that was playing it so he was it. just stressed that night well, and plus <laughs> he, he was stumble drunk as well well yeah yeah yeah, I don't know, but it, it was a good scene, and I think it it had to be John that was going to do it. 
Uh, Randy mentioned earlier that he didn't think he went in there intending to kill her, and I think you're right. exactly right about that. He w- he went in there to give her one last test. Yeah. Uh, to see if she can be recovered, you know. Right. I didn't think that he would kill her there. <laughs> I thought he would leave because it was like 30 minutes into the show. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I figured he'd leave and figure something out. But uh, I mean, yeah, go for the most effective way. Yeah. Uh, Take care of it right now. Because she, yeah, she clearly was out of her mind. Uh, so he's like, no, I guess I got to do this. Yeah. Even though that stupid dragon's going to come up here. <laughs> well, that... <laughs> that was crazy, too. I, I, I thought for sure... Drogon was going to kill John. I still don't quite understand why he didn't kill John. But, I mean, John was ready to accept it. He was like, this is it. I'm, yeah. I, now I'm going to die by dragon fire. It's going to happen. I kind of thought, so in the books, the dragons are tied to a rider, a Targaryen, basically. Uh, one rider for either that dragon's life until that dragon dies or until the rider dies. And I I don't know if him understanding that John was a Targaryen kind of played into it. I I don't know. I think probably. And he, I mean he knows that uh John's special and he had a connection with what's his face, the other dragon. Mm-hmm. Um before Spearium Spearington threw a speared him. Yes. Uh I thought this was like kind of a a beautiful moment though because Drogon has that mind meld with Danny. And, you know, he may not understand everything that she's thinking, but he probably gets like a blurred image of what's going on all the time, which is how he's feeling emotions and, you know, fear. Uh, but what's the one thing that she is constantly thinking about for since he's been born? That stupid chair. Yeah. That's what, one thing she's always picturing in her mind's eye is the Iron Throne. She's getting to the Iron Throne. Every speech she gives when she's riling up the troops that she's just saved, she's talking about the Iron Throne and she's thinking about it in her mind's eye. And that dragon's, I can't help but picture it with her. And then f- he finds his dead mom on the ground and sees what he's been, what he's been feeling all these years. And he doesn't... <laughs> I know there's a meme going around where he thinks the chair killed her, <laughs> which in a way it did, yeah. but metaphorically. Uh, but he's just pissed at the idea. Is like, this is what has cost her life is the pursuit of this stupid chair. Yeah. I'm going to burn it. And I thought, I thought it was really good, really nice. And then yeah. he carried her off. Yeah. Did he drop her in the ocean? No. I thought I saw... Well, he pooped or something because something fell no, down. No, he didn't drop anything. <laughs> I thought I thought he yes, saw. Uh, he pooped. That's how they're gonna end. What, Drogon. He's gonna what a bold <laughs> choice that would be. <laughs> and I ended my beautiful moment speech with the uh, the poop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. I was. After a while, I thought based on what Randy was saying, because I kind of thought too, like maybe once the the writer's gone, he's gonna except another person as his writer. And it, I mean, it would have to be a Targaryen, I guess. Um, so I, I have thought that the only way John was going to get out of there was going to be on Drogon, but that didn't happen. So I, I keep wanting him to get burned and not, not get burned, you know? Yeah. And I thought maybe that might happen too. Like maybe Jonah I know that's is going to try and set him on fire, but yeah, but I just want it to happen so bad. Yeah. I kind of do too. So you wanted like Drogon to breathe fire on him and then, 
all of a sudden John's standing there naked. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'd be totally like, okay with that. People are like, oh shit, he's a Targaryen? <laughs> now we know for sure. Yeah. Now, and I mean, I, one of the other things that people were kind of annoyed with is, you know, after Drogon left with Daenerys, there was no proof, no evidence whatsoever that John did any of this. I guarantee he just flat out confessed. Right. And <laughs> yeah. like, I think he, already- he, he probably walked straight up to Grey Worm and was like, I killed her. She's dead. She's gone. I killed our queen. Yeah. They uh, they established that last season at the uh, at the meeting with Cersei. They're like, "Why didn't you just lie?" And he's like, "I can't do that. Yeah, I'm not a lie. No, I'm I'm too honest. I'm glad you brought. Yeah, I guarantee, guarantee he said. Like, I'm imagining Grey Worm walking up, be like, "Where's Danny?" He's like, "I don't know." She said she's gonna get a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> wrote off with Drogon. I don't know. <laughs> She said, I'm, see you later, champ. She's done that before. <laughs> she, she's disappeared for a while on her dragon. And, you know, he can just be, oh, she's off on one of her tirades again. No, he couldn't do that. No. No. Not John. No. If it had been Tyrion that killed her, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I'm glad you brought up uh, his honor. I wanted to talk about that a little bit because I, I th- think this the scene with him and Tyrion was really the the most difficult the most difficulty he's had with his honor because he's having to make a decision with he's honor bound and he keeps telling him she's my queen and blah 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 but he's ha- conflicted with himself whether he can go the other way or not and then he finally makes that decision to become the queen slayer just like jamie lannister made that decision rightly rightly so probably both both are more right to do it uh but that was the moment where he finally broke his honor for like the first time possibly yeah i don't know well i guess (laughs) he hooked up with ingrid right that's that's the only other thing but but uh truly broke his honor at that moment and i that's why i'm convinced he's allowing himself to go north of the wall too yeah to where he's like eh, i'll just blow off the night's watch yeah he's and he's also broken up about it because when Tyrion comes to tell him like hey you're going you're going to be in the king uh the blah, the night's watch uh and john's like do you think what we did was right it doesn't feel right yeah. like he's still broken up about this thing weeks later knowing he still saved a th- you know thousands upon thousands of people from her murderous rage yeah. so that's something he's I, gonna live with forever though yeah and that's that's another just kind of heartbreaking part of this whole this whole series is because he's been driven this entire series to do the right thing and save people and then it the last moment he decides to kill his queen uh because he thinks that's the right thing to do and now he's just gonna second guess himself for the rest of his life uh i mean Tyrion said check back in 10 years yeah and i'll prove to you that it was the right thing something like that but uh yeah he's never gonna forgive himself no and i i think for me like i i was fine with the ending i'm not i'm not one of those fans that i was all pissed off at the end of this I was, i'm definitely not pissed off I think my one complaint um, is I did want more for John. Um, even though, I don't know, he he'd kind of said back when he was with Ingrid, like, that's kind of what he wanted to do. He wanted to just be a free man and go off with the, the free folk. Um, 
I don't know. I just felt like there was not enough for John because he was pretty much our hero for these last few seasons. You wanted a happy ending for John. I wanted a better ending for John. I thought it was an amazing ending for John. Possibly the best out of everybody because being a hero comes at a cost sometimes and he had to pay that price and he's got to live with it. And he's such a great person and honor bound that he was willing to make, you know, pay that price. Uh, I think you're wrong there, D. I mean, he essentially becomes... <laughs> he's... I want him to be happy, he's, uh, too. <laughs> he's Christian Bale at the end of Dark Knight when Gordon's given his speech of, like, you know, he's the hero we deserve uh, kind of thing where John's honor bound. He'll fulfill this. He's sure he's doing what he wants, but also his, his honor's been besmirched. Right. He's now the queen killer, that kind of thing. But he's willing to take up... He, he's willing to take that on because he knows he did the best thing for the realm and he's moving on and he's just forgetting everybody else I just, him and Tormund are going to live happily happily ever after yeah with the with the doggy ghost yeah with ghosts okay which we finally got that uh, like no, John can no, say hello but he can't no. say goodbye Us, that reunion was nothing because when they went when he basically broke up with ghost it was nothing to him <laughs> right so I did not care about them getting back together it, it was it was good to see that he did care about ghosts, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still pissed off about the goodbye, but I, I mean, be pissed off at the character, not at the creators, though. No, I'm still mad. No, how? Oh, yeah, no, because it was it was the writers that chose not to do that part. Well, they chose to do everything, but, but there there was there was a reason he didn't say goodbye to ghosts. They have not a good purposefully. <laughs> <laughs> not given us ghost for several seasons simply due to cost they said yeah <laughs> that is something benioff and weiss has explicitly stated they're like hey you didn't get him in season seven because we wanted a zombie polar bear <laughs> we got a zombie polar bear honestly i don't know why we didn't get more of him this season considering the outlandish amount of money they spent on <laughs> yeah Drogon. for real Listen, cut Drogon screaming and mourning over Danny's death by about 10 <laughs> yeah. seconds. Yeah. And give I'm, me more ghost. I'd be good without those raptor cries coming from him. Aw. I mean, I was okay with it. Just it, it, a little little too long. Yeah. A little too long. <laughs> it was, Much like when I cry. It's his mom. I mean. <clears throat> I liked the reunion between John and Ghost. Well, I was fine with it, but I'm, I'm still pissed off about the goodbye. But very passionate about Anyways. goodbyes <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean i don't know because john became like a lot of the f- first few seasons we spent really disliking jamie lannister because he was the kingslayer that's what he was he was this person that people thought was very dishonorable and People across well, the Plus, the, he was fighting well, for the Lannisters at the time, too. Well, and also, he tried to kill a child in the first episode. Let's <laughs> well, throw that out there. Okay, but I mean, other than that, other than <laughs> people who knew that, I'm talking about his his legend. I think that was some of it with what Brienne was writing. Like, his book wasn't complete, and she was finishing his book and trying to put all these good deeds that he did in there. But, I mean, a lot of it was just like, okay, he was the Kingslayer. He did all this stuff and he ended up killing his king um and i just i i don't i would hate to see that happen with a character like john and like that's what i'm picturing in my head that he's not going to be this big hero he's the queen slayer now he is he is taking jamie lannister's place 
He has. Yeah, but unlike Jamie, John doesn't care. Uh, yeah. But John's just like, how oh, whatever. And they illustrate that perfectly with Tyrion. It's like, uh, okay, how, how'd they push me in this book? Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure history doesn't look kindly on me. I don't think you were mentioned. <laughs> that was so great. <laughs> that was funny. But I'm sure John's mentioned in there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder how they did it in that book. Who knows? Yeah. It's like, uh, and then the king was queen was killed by Jon Snow, a yeah. bastard from yeah. Ned Stark. Uh, do they and, even mention his right lineage? Right. Yeah. I mean, because Varys sent out all those scrolls. So, yeah. I mean, it's got to be public knowledge. Yeah. Who knows? I, I don't know. But I'm sure the condition of Grey Worm saying, yeah, he can go on is like, no, he was never a Targaryen. <laughs> part of the condition of parole. Grey Worm. Him and his weird little face. Y'all need, he, stop it. What? I didn't say anything. No. Grey Worm needs to stop it. Oh. <laughs> and executing those guards. That was a tense moment. Yeah. John grabs his arm and then all those dudes get all speary. Yeah. And then, of course, Onion Knight. Friends! Yeah. Friends, what am I doing? <laughs> Have an onion! <laughs> uh, what yeah. was he the head of at the end of this thing? Onion. He was on the small council, right? Yeah, he was. Uh, he's the master of ships, I believe. Gotcha. <laughs> and with his pre-war rituals, he's also the master of shits. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, speaking of the small council meeting, that was that was great. I love the banter. Was fun. Yeah, I, I could just see the, the future of these meetings. Yeah, <laughs> Braun. Well, you know, a lot of those brothels were destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Brienne's not going to have any of that. Yeah, I I loved the the callback of, of Tyrion fixing all the chairs and yeah. making sure everything was all neat and ready to go. And then those guys just walk in there and just wreck the thing. And then like it seems it's like, like he was not happy with the seats they chose yeah. either. He was like, oh, you're not supposed to be there. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> I also thought that was a metaphor for the fact that Tyrion now controls Westeros. Yes. Basically is. Yeah. He's in, he's got his hands on everything. He yeah. controls things. Yeah. Guys, this this may be a bad a bad uh, question here, but um, since I only watched it once, I don't quite remember. Was Brienne at the small council? Yes, she was. Yeah. Well, she's the, okay. So she's head of the King's Guard. She then. is. Yes. yes. Okay, and that's that's why she could edit the book is because that's the responsibility. Okay. Yes. Making sure. Yeah. Okay. And so, we saw that Podrick is now a knight, so he got his knighthood. That was that was a funny little but, thing. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of walks walks up with Bran, smile yeah. on his face, like okay. <laughs> I mean, he's a knight, but he's a knight on wheelchair duty. Yes. Who doesn't need a brothel? I'll tell you that. No. He can find <laughs> it on his own. <laughs> Uh, so you brought up uh, Brienne editing the book. That was a touching moment. It was. It was nice. And I I think it shows a lot to her character that she didn't put any of the bad stuff that she might have been feeling about him in there. Why? Because she's an emotional woman, D? Come on. She's above that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's exactly what I just you said. You were being sexist and you know it. No. No, I think you're trying to spin that into something it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, I just remember, 
I don't know if it was season one or two when eh, maybe it was one. It was they're in a battlefield. <laughs> An amazing scene where Tywin is uh, skinning that deer mm-hmm. and having a conversation with uh, Jamie. Uh, well, maybe it wasn't that scene, but anyways, he he opens the book and he's like, "Look at your page, Kingslayer." That's all he had written. He's like, "You have yeah. nothing. What else will you do?" And maybe this set him on the track to turn around was it's like what else are you going to do to fill this page you, yeah. you were doing nothing uh and then and then brianne fills it in because yeah. he did a, he did a lot of stuff he did i mean he did a lot of bad stuff yeah but he turned it around and then in the end he d- died defending his queen yeah it's true that was nice internet's going crazy with these memes <laughs> of her writing different things now <laughs> can imagine he died protecting his queen p.s he was bad in bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah should we talk so i do want to talk take a minute to i think this was some of peter dinklage's best work this season easily yeah. right yes he was incredible this episode yes, in I the agree. brickyard yeah the the scene with when he finds his siblings that that was pretty that was probably the one moment I actually did kind of start to tear up during this show. Like I expect more I expected for myself to cry a lot more. Um, <laughs> did you bring a box of tissues? No. Oh. But that scene definitely it was it was just his heartfelt reaction to seeing his siblings there. Uh probably his reaction to seeing Jamie. I don't know if he gave a damn about Cersei. Anybody? He, Should we take a I, vote on that one? I think he cut. Ah, man. I think I, he, it's tough. I think he didn't want Cersei dead because his intention was to but, get them both out of there. But for Jamie, right? So if if he was sad for Cersei's death at all, it was on behalf of his brother. I think yeah. not because I don't think Tyrion had any love lost with Cersei. He was just sad that Jamie was not able to do what jamie wanted right. to do and now his his only other true friend in the world was dead i mean they're yeah jamie and varus are both gone and it they're both kind of his fault <laughs> yeah well one straight up his fault he yeah. killed varus yeah <laughs> He he gave Jamie a fighting chance, yeah. and he, they may have made it out if it weren't for a uh, Speary dude. Yeah. Somebody give me the name. I kind, You're I kind of would have, would have been okay if uh, if Tyrion didn't go down there and look. If he just always had this like weird thing over his head of did they get out or did they die kind of thing, or if only because, he could find. Well, only thing he found was the the hand. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's guys. It was a comically shallow grave. Seriously, what you saw. Well, and he can now get through there. Like it seemed like when everything was collapsing, like there was no way out. Like the entire thing had collapsed. Well, there was a lot of dust in the air that clouds the vision. Oh, the way it looked like the bricks were all falling. Like how many bricks do you think it takes to fall on someone's head to kill them? Two or three. But that's not. What that's not the. the way they they conveyed it it was like the whole thing is coming down yeah. on top of uh, most of uh, it was dirt 
whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, an easy a way they could have easily done this is presented it as, you know, let's just say a week later, and uh, workers who are you know working to recover everything or and go through all this rubble, they're like, my lord, come with us, and it's Tyrion, and it shows like the hand and then skeletons or something like deep <laughs> yeah. bodies. that would have been yeah. fine it would have been horrifying but it would have been fine it's just it was obvious that this was 10 minutes after J- or after danny burned everyone to death right <laughs> like this yeah uh, yeah i i agree it i wasn't expecting also, to see any of their bodies except for jamie's hand and anybody else think of ninja turtles 2 at that moment with shredder's hand the secret of the universe. <laughs> yes <laughs> in fact, I guess. Ninja Turtles 1, too, where his hand's sticking out of the uh, garbage uh, truck at it's, the end. It's just his... Uh, where Tyrion w- walked in at, there was no rubble whatsoever. Right. So if they had just moved, I don't know, 10 feet to the <laughs> left... Well, you, you never okay. know where those cave-ins are going to happen. All right, sure. I, I don't know. I was fine with that. Yeah. How many layers of brick do you think there were? I mean, there's just a a layer of brick and then some dirt, right? Oh. I mean, there wasn't even that. Tyrion moved like three yeah. bricks and he saw his face. <laughs> like, oh, okay. And at one point, it looked like he was like smashing one of their heads in with the brick. But, oh. <laughs> uh, but no, aside from all that, yes, I, I agree. This was some of the best scenes I've seen with Tyrion. Peter Dinklage did a, a great job in this episode. Yep, and he was yes. an elf. Yes, okay. he was an elf. <laughs> Way to go. Um, the scene that he has with John, where it's it's him ultimately convincing John that they need to kill Danny. It's just and the way he's slyly doing that, and I, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was it was great. I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen Tyrion that great since his trial season yeah. where he was given these impassioned speeches and how terrible every human there was and all that good stuff. But yeah, it was, uh, this was excellent. I loved it. And then when he takes his hand off, not his actual hand, his hand pin, throws it down the stairs. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. Danny's like, what? What'd you what just do, son? <laughs> I like it. She's like, you freed your brother and you massacred yeah. a city <laughs> what do you have to say to that get out of my face bitch <laughs> I, I do like how he just came out with it too i mean there was no there was no live to fight another day it was just like this is where it's happening i mean it might did, have been smarter to do it behind closed doors yeah like he did it in front of a lot of people because yeah she had to make a point yeah i did like it when he was telling john he's like and then Varys's ashes could tell my ashes. Told you so. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, anyways, aside from that, I think all of the Starks' endings were fitting, except for maybe Bran. I, I mean, I see where Tyrion was saying with that. We already kind of talked about that, but I think it was it was very fitting for. Sansa to become the Queen of the North. Um, Queen of the North! Yeah. Though, they love that chant. Yeah, they, they like doing that. That's their thing. <laughs> Chicken for dinner! Chicken for dinner! 
I want to put the swords in the air. <laughs> I like corn. Um, I am picturing now just a bunch of dumb chants that they're all like. <laughs> we like beer. Um, anyways, yeah, I thought that was really fitting for, for Sansa. Um, I like how Arya is now like. This, Discovering America. Yeah, she, she's she's like Magellan or something. Um She's trying to find Westerer roast. Yes. <laughs> What's ever Westerer? That's really because they live on flat earth right now. Because there's only Westeros and then there's Essos. Yeah. Um, they don't know anything that's west or really east of Essos either. So, east of Essos. I, I really hope she discovers America. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That, that should <gasps> be their other and spinoff. And she kills a dude on the boat named Chris Columbus. And she takes his face and falls and in love gives. with Pocahontas. Christopher well, Columbus wait, never on. meets Pocahontas. <laughs> huh? No. Oh. Okay. And then gives smallpox blankets. Yeah, so oh. that's what I was going to say. She brings all the smallpox blankets. and <laughs> It was all her fault. Yep. She, quote unquote, discovers America. <laughs> you know, going back to big picture on the show here. I'm sure if we go back to listen, listen to uh, some of our past podcasts in the past weeks, some of the outlandish theories we have, uh, Bran traveling back in time to become the Night King. Hey, it so could happen. <laughs> it, it was a pretty straightforward ending. I yeah. mean, there was nothing that wild and crazy. That's that's partially because why I I didn't like get a huge out of the ending you know it wasn't a big shocker I mean it was shocking that Bran was made king but I wasn't like jump out of my seat like what I was just more like what yeah that's kind of how it ended for me too we're like red wedding you know that's it was shocking the same way it was shocking but it was fall out of your seat shocking like I cannot believe this is happening this is insane with brain just kind of scratching your head Uh, and then only after the episode is when i started thinking about Tyrion playing you know four-dimensional chess yeah uh, and putting these pieces where he wants to and while while shackled yeah he's pretty good on his feet yeah yeah it it makes sense i mean yeah Mm. and yeah for most of the starks it worked out the way i had hoped it would I gotta tell you, Bran's not making the smartest of PR moves, starting as king. The first thing he does, <laughs> he lets, lets his sister secede from Westeros, the Seven Kingdoms, to form her own nation. And then he frees the Queenslayer, who's his brother. Uh, that's not that's not smart. There's gonna be people pissed off about that. It isn't necessarily, but that's what they used to do with a lot of people is they would send them to the wall. That was their punishment. Well, and Tyrion did say that um, when he's telling John, like Grey Worm's not happy, your sisters aren't happy, no one's really happy, but that's the sign of a good compromise. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I he, yeah, they they compromise. I, I agree with the seceding from the. Uh, the kingdom by that that's a terrible move but maybe he gets a dragon in the end yeah maybe and everybody's happy bring the dragons back nah i like better that they're just he's just going off 
doing his own thing. Probably going back to wherever he came from. I imagine he's at Dragonstone, right? No, I don't think so. I bet he went back to Essos. Where would he go? Do you think there'll be more dragons? I hope there'll be more. He could have laid eggs. I don't... He could have laid eggs. I mean... There... There's not... It's... There's no sex with the dragon. Exactly. They don't have an assigned gender. There still has to be some sort of fertilization (laughs) at some point. Aren't there animals out there that can reproduce on their own? They're called plants. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. What if ghosts had sex with Drogon and we get dire wolf Oh, yes. (laughs) Except one of them would probably have to be a female, so I'm not really sure how that would work. And only one ear. (laughs) I think that's genetic. If if you want to assign a gender to Drogon and it being male, then we'll have Nymeria be the mother of the dragon wolves. I also was hoping to see Nymeria again. Nah. You know, they, I guess they couldn't have two direwolves. That'd be too much money. But we're going to do a lot with this dragon. Dragon's more important. I suppose. You, you know, I did like the way they talking uh, talking about like the Starks and how it ended up. I, I did like how they ended up telling the story of Arya and that no matter what she did, she was always a Stark, first and foremost. And she went back to protect the Stark name, all that good stuff, and then she's just kind of moving on on her own. She's she's a free spirit. Yeah, but she was still her ship still had that the the Stark flag, and cool. she still had a hint of that murderous rage whenever she uh, she told Yara, "You say one more word about killing my brother, and I will kill <laughs> yeah. you." Like there was no hesitation. <laughs> oh. And speaking of that, no hesitation, how great was the part during that same scene when Sansa tells Edmure Tully, <laughs> Yes. Sit down. This is the best. Great. God, he just like stumbled into that position of power. Yeah. Just because Arya killed the entire line yeah. of, what was her house name? Phrase. Tully. The phrase. Yeah. Oh, the phrase, yeah. Yeah, so the, he's just king by default because he's married, he's probably the only husband of any of the daughters because yeah. no one wanted to marry any of the daughters. Uh, well, he also is the last of the Tullys, yes. too. Ah. So, yeah, that was very funny. And his speech was not but, turning out well anyway. No, I was like, where no. is he trying to go with this? This isn't making any sense. <laughs> and that was the best part, how they just drew... It kind of like, it was drawn out, like maybe he was going to nominate somebody. He's like, this is so important. You know, I can think of nobody better than... You know me. Been, <laughs> he was captive. Those two yeah, were like, seriously. It's insane. I took one for the team. <laughs> oh, and I uh, I watched your brother and your mother die. Yeah, um, that's right. He was at the wet. Well, he was having sex while they were getting murdered. Supposedly. No, he was. I, I don't think they're supposed. <laughs> he was. He had sex and it was taken captive. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess if there's a way to go. Well, this part of the wedding night rituals to go down to the crypts. Okay, <laughs> I'll play along. Oh, you phrase. All right, I'll get in the cell. <laughs> oh, okay, you're gonna lock it. <laughs> you're walking away now. Okay. Oh, no, you're not coming back. All right. I'll just lay down and pretend like I'm a prisoner. <laughs> Guys. Yeah. He's the one that Jamie told he would. uh 
he would launch his newborn baby via catapult <laughs> into River Run, right? I, think I don't so. know. When did they ever speak? Um, it was when they were trying to take River Run. Blackfish was holding up, and then uh, I'm pretty sure Jamie went into the tent with uh, Edmir and said, "Hey, I heard your wife's pregnant. Um, everything I do is for Cersei." And um, don't think that I won't launch your child via catapult <laughs> into River Run. Sounds about right. To, yeah. I mean, Jamie's not a great guy. Yeah. We, we learned yeah. that. <laughs> he had his moments. Bran the Broken. He is responsible for that nickname. Yeah. They couldn't have come up with what something a, better for him. I think it was pretty cool. What a, Bran the Broken. Yeah. What about Bran... Wheels of Steel. <laughs> Brand the handy capable. <laughs> Bran and his go-go cart. Ooh, should have stopped with that last one. <laughs> but it goes go-go anywhere. <laughs> you think Podrick pushes around everywhere so he's his designated pusher? Maybe. No, absolutely. That's the only reason he's a knight. <laughs> They can only trust Podrick the Knight. I can see that. He probably still can't fight worth the damn. Podrick? Yeah. thought he was doing pretty good. He was being trained by Bran. And then he was training other people. Yeah, Yeah, but she's got to deal with Bran now. It's true. He's trouble. How How the hell did he make his way on that council? Because he's in charge of Highgarden. I know, but still. Tyrion made good on his promise. Yeah. He never promised to put him on the small council. He made promise to give him Highgard. Yeah. But which I, is one of the most powerful houses in Westeros. But yeah. Tywin also said that they were broke. They ran out of money. No, no, no. No, no. Highgarden was not broke. The Lannisters were broke. Ah. Yeah. That was the whole reason for the marriage to uh, Marjorie was to get the funds of Highgarden. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. I got mixed up. What's the Lannisters? town Casterly yeah Rock. okay I thought that's what they promised him they promised him Highgarden because they had control yeah. of Highgarden yeah gotcha correct all yeah. right I'm catching up yeah I there you it. go there all you right. go did we miss anything I'm like what else what? was anyone else anyone else jarred by the jump because uh, we went straight from John in the throne room who killed Danny to Tyrion in, Tyrion in his jail cell three, four, five, six months in advance afterwards to go meet with the small council because when I saw all those people sitting there I was like what is happening? How are they all here right now? I figured it was but I, t- I had to catch up to it but, yeah uh, it, it took a second and it, it really took me seeing what John looked like for me to realize that oh okay this has to have been like a few weeks hey now. he can grow a sick beard don't fool yourself who Peter Dinklage's beard was awesome. <laughs> Good. John's beard left something to <laughs> desire. Hey, he, he he looked nice. For he, he looked like some of those prisoners from uh, Robin Hood, Prince and Tights. Robin Hood, super Prince and Tights. Yeah. Is that the actual title? <laughs> Wait. Oh. <laughs> you just combine Men and Tights. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm just picturing the movie The Prince of Tides combined with Robin Hood. <laughs> Oh no, that's good. I rewatched that recently. Men in tights, yeah. Tight tights, yep. Tight tights holds up. Holds up very well, my friend. We go around looking for fights. 
We you lost your arms with that. You grew some nice boobs. Pansies. But what did you say? A chew. <laughs> a Jew? In England? <laughs> Where? I didn't say, hey, Blinken. <laughs> I said, hey, Blinken. Hold the reins, man. <laughs> that movie's great. Yeah, it is. Fagalus? Uh, what? Fagalus? <laughs> <laughs> see, we covered Brienne. Yara. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Gendry. We saw him. Yeah. He's, what's the, what's he in charge of? Uh... He's a legit Baratheon. Yeah. He's the lord of... Uh, was it the Reach? What's the Baratheon place? No, because the Reach... Remember, Sir Davos said that the Reach is vacant, and he was going to give it to the Unsullied. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It was probably like Fart Castle or... <laughs> the Poop Stormlands. Town. Poop Town. I like Poop That's Town. It. Storm Stormlands. Oh, not Poop Town. <laughs> you know, Gendry's just got to be probably just trying to fly under the radar because... Yeah. <laughs> the person who legitimized him was the dead queen. Yeah. It was, it was like, he probably had to bring it up once. It's like, hey, remember, uh, I'm legitimate now. I kind of. It's all good. Was waiting for Bran to legitimize John. Like, he's still just Jon Snow. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if he'd accept yeah. it. Yeah. No, and also, you know, John, he wanted to be honorable. He's like, I'm not Jon Snow. I'm not John Stark. I'm Aegon Targaryen. And then people will be like, what? <laughs> and yeah. I don't know. He should have legitimized him. Nah. Especially, I mean, like, if it's still a big thing. Then he'd be a threat to Bran, and then he'd have to stab Bran. No. It's just John killing every king and queen. Yes. Now he's just the <laughs> official killer. <laughs> Of all kings and queens. It's the exact same way every time he starts making out with them and stabs them. Making out with his brother. <laughs> yes. Hey, little brother. <laughs> you know, we're not really related. We're only half related. <laughs> so, so we're cousins. Technically, I'm your... Oh, is it cousin? Yeah. yeah it'd they be would cousins. be cousins. Have you ever heard of... Kissing cousins. Yes. Mm. I was about to make the same joke. The danger. Was it dangerous cousins? That uh, what's his face? Arrested from development? Arrested development. Who? What was that? The, the cousins dangerous or da- Ooh, dangerous? Dangerous. Pantaloons. Mother boy. No, what was it? I know it was Dangerous Cousins when there was like a French version. Uh, Les Cousins Dangereux. Yeah, how do you say it? How do you say that? E U X in French. Oh, it's it's just a plural for dangerous. So Dangereux. Dangereux. Les Cousins. Les Cousins Dangereux. Les Cousins Dangereux. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous Cousins was the English version. That's what uh, it said. <laughs> I wanted to bring up with y'all. Go off topic for a second. Okay. There was a a study released. I don't know if it's a study or something. Oh, where are we going with this? Uh, apparently, Texans have the sexiest alf- uh, accents. What? No. Yeah. Well, it's that's kind of a strange report, considering <laughs> that Boston accent was also listed as the sexiest. Ew. 
That's I a mean, terrible accent. Great. I agree. And Texans isn't <laughs> any better. No. That's why you got to have a soft accent. Just kind of a... A subtle. Subtle, yeah. Say y'all every once in a while. But that's why... I think that's why we're so popular. People are drawn to the accent. None of us has a Texan accent. I'm sure we slip into it unknowingly. If well, our if our Boston followers are listening to us. Hey, Bostonians. Yeah. It's me, Randy. <laughs> So happy to be on this podcast. I like taters. That's what they're. (laughs) (laughs) Did you go sleep? I did. That's what I was going for. (laughs) So we're talking about Jon Snow, and all they hear is taters. (laughs) Would they stop talking about them damn taters? They wouldn't have the accent. That's Jon Snow's nickname. (laughs) John Taters to us. Would, would that be like the Texas bastard? Like D Taters. Nice. <laughs> All in. Brady <Yes>. Taters. <laughs> I co-sign this. Oh my god. So, uh we probably don't hear our accent and I I prefer to think that I speak English standard. Well, really, you sound like taters. <laughs> Watch that tater boy talking fancy. <laughs> oh, we broke the. It's ridiculous. I'm done. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm de taters. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! You need to change your Twitter name to that. <laughs> Not that you, you have to change the whole app. Yes. Thing, but just, is, know, is Taters even a Taters. Texas thing? I don't know. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> Go out in the public tomorrow. Sorry, guys. We're not the Tater people. I would think they think we're more cows and horses than Taters. Oh, that's what people <laughs> always ask me. Whenever like, I've been traving, when I when I say I'm from Texas, they don't go, "Oh, Tater country." <laughs> Our uh, our sigil is just like a tater tot and then french fries and it looks like the throne. Nice. Ooh, french fry throne. Oh, God. <laughs> so dumb. Jesus. We're using valuable, valuable internet time for this. Oh, my God. I prefer the idea of a human tot sitting on the french fry throne. <laughs> It looks like the Iron Throne, but it's French fries. Yeah. And then dressed as a tater dot. Yeah. Oh, well, I was thinking so like a... With a tater crown? Yeah. And he goes, ooh, ooh, bring ooh. me a ranch. No, no, no. The crown, the crown has to be or hash dipping browns sauce on your head. <laughs> it's like an empty dipping sauce container from McDonald's. Oh, my God. It would be McDonald's. We could, you know, it's cheap. Oh, that'd be Whataburger. Yeah. Oh, Whataburger. Yes. Or Sonic. Oh, moving on. Oh, God. There's no moving on. We're done. Uh-oh. I'm done. I'm out. All right. Well, I think we covered everything except for Samuel Tarley bringing up democracy and everybody laughing. I mean, it is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, democracy. Who needs that? It's worked out well for America. No. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's partially what they stumble on that's what they created this our current democracy in america because of was because they didn't really trust the people which is why they're having a representative democracy right yeah it's why we have no collusion or corruption now yeah 
It's a good idea in theory. I don't know if that it is. Well, if it works the way it's supposed we'll see. to. Yoda speak. Yeah. Oh, I was talking about representative democracy. Mm-hmm. And the electoral college. Yeah. I mean, essentially, they're just skipping the step of voting and they have the electoral college. Right. People they've elected just make all the decisions. All right. We have anything else to talk about from the episode? Mm. All right. So this ends our Game of Thrones coverage. Wow. I want them to remake the entire season eight. Yeah. God, that is the ultimate butt hurt. The petition to remake season eight. Are you insane? It is not that bad. It, My goodness. It's not bad at all. It was a very fitting ending. Guess maybe they could have done a bit more, but even at Game of Thrones' worst, they are better than anything on TV right yeah, now. By far. Well. Let's tap the brakes have there you, and say anything. Have you seen the mass singer though? I have not. <laughs> I was say Barry. Barry's up there. Uh, it's it's good. It's not Game of Thrones. Oh, shut your hole. <laughs> My, my tater hole but <laughs> <laughs> oh we lost it again <laughs> oh no she was gonna say I'm something I'm just picturing somebody now in a truck bed with some taters <gasps> that's where the french fry throne is is in the truck bed in the truck bed <laughs> <laughs> maybe he had some antlers back Definitely the got truck. I really just see this like little society of discarded food that's just created this Westeros of fast food. So they're like Pizza the Hut? Dude, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that is a talking slice of pizza and you are really being dumb oh, right oh, now I'm really reaching. Really, Pizza the Hut was more of a pile of pizza. Oh. Mm. Okay. I don't even, maybe it was a slice. Uh, that 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 gave me nightmares as a child, though. It was so gross. Especially when that silver dude started eating him. Yeah. Or just all the stuff oozing down his <laughs> nasty tongue-looking face. Tongue-looking face. It's a really gross tongue-looking thing. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, I think because people are comparing it to previous seasons, and we did have a lot of those... Moments like the Red Wedding or, like, killing one of their main characters in the very first season. Like, there was a lot of shock to a lot of these seasons. And a lot of the penultimate episodes were really shocking and created a lot of buzz. And I think that's what people were creating or picturing. Oh, there was plenty of buzz this season. Well, for different reasons, though. My thing with that is they had the books to go off of, right? Right. These guys, no one signed up to do fan fiction Game of Thrones, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> that, and that's what they've had to do. They couldn't adapt anything. They couldn't adapt a book to a screenplay because there was no book. Right. And I, listen, like I said, blame George R. R. Martin. We'll never get the ending. Don't yeah, worry. I don't know if we'll ever get the book. Yeah. Well, and now it's like, what's the point? No, we gotta get it. But I don't. I know that they he George R. R. Martin gave the ending to the writers, but like, why didn't he work more closely with them? Because now there's all this stuff on the internet too that like George R. R. Martin is not happy with the way that this ended, and 
let's well, before before the season started, he was on he was in an interview with Anderson Cooper and he said, "I gave them the ending and they have stuck clo- they've stuck by everything that I've given them." Okay, yeah. So, and people are also him. taking weird quote, quotes from people and just right. running with them because yeah. these these past 2 weeks, my god, I have seen so many companies or I don't even know what they're called, organ uh, media companies that are just putting out this stuff this person's not happy with the way he died or blah 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 i mean npr is putting this stuff out cnn because they're just jumping on this hype bandwagon right and partially this all this hatred for the show is kind of making me go into the opposite direction to where i feel i need to be even more positive about the show to count to just counteract these haters yeah you know and i'm not playing with the haters i watch shows that i like to to, to like them and <laughs> i yeah we had somebody message us through instagram and i responded uh she was like you know i was listening to y'all's podcast and uh that steven guy sounds really cool no i don't think she said that i mean factually correct <laughs> <laughs> said i don't know i don't even know what she said she said something like uh how we do something positive and she said she was listening to specifically bald move oh she was talking about my rant yeah about the haters and she asked if i was talking about bald move the podcast um and i said no i mean lump them into it but uh it's just haters in general uh i i i will say this for the guys of bald move i listen to pretty much all of their podcasts i think they're really insightful and they did after their initial first watch of of last week's episode, they came back and did say, "Hey guys, we were a little too over the top." So, <laughs> subsequent, there's you know you feel the emotion when you first watch yeah. it, and then, like I said, as I didn't get to do a second watching of it, but the more I thought about it, and you know, writing down my notes and all that good stuff, the more positively I could reflect on it. So, you know, if it, dude, if I mean, if we were, listen. If I did a podcast immediately following a, a wrestling pay-per-view, my God, it would be awful. It would just be me spewing hate and then not thinking I want to down the I line. I don't want to hear that. I'd listen to that. No, I don't want to hear that. Well, you should have heard me last Ooh. night. Because <laughs> it was... I was... I, woo. Yeah. Now, I, I mean, when the show initially ended last night, I, I didn't know what to think. Like, I mean... Because everybody basically got what they wanted except for John. And I think, like I said, the only thing that I... That me, personally, I wasn't necessarily satisfied with was the way things ended for John. But, I mean, it was also kind of a fitting ending for him. And I can see to where basically everyone got what they wanted at the end of this. Happy ending. Yeah. I... I kind of thought of it Except like... Except for um, the millions of people that have died. Well, <laughs> you know, they're already gone. Let's not... Let's not. Uh, by the way, who's moving to King, King's Landing now? I yeah. mean, who wants to live there? In the pile of dead bodies and ash? I mean, the housing prices has got to be pretty low, though. True. You, yeah, you, you want a wall? Strike the iron's hot. <laughs> we got lots of walls. You want a crumbling wall? Build you your own house. Wall? We got a lot of bricks. <laughs> You're going to have to build the bricks yourself, but... I thought of the ending more akin to uh, Lost, where I just I needed to process it, yeah. that kind of thing. Yes. Uh, you know, obviously not as mystical and all that good stuff, <laughs> but 
No, I just needed to take it in. It wasn't like uh, it wasn't like Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad had a very finite ending, right? Yes. Like, it, it really, all we needed to see was the resolution for Walter and for Jessica, yeah. and that was it. We got that. Um, we know what happened to each, and you know, deserving or not, that's what happened. But uh, this one was kind of like Lost in that we had to. There was a lot to digest in that one episode, yeah. and we had to analyze you know did this fit for this person and ultimately i know a lot of people said there was a lot of quote-unquote character arc issues but i thought everything fit everything yeah. worked yeah and i mean like i said a lot of people were complaining about how they they ruined denarius targaryen <laughs> but like they they wrapped it up pretty well in this episode it's just that our version of the wheel was different than what she was thinking the whole time. Well, and she, there, I think, yeah, they're also talking about the fact that she just snapped and now she's evil. Yeah. Uh, it was always I mean, there. people snap when they go crazy. Yeah. I mean, they do. And I think once people cool down, go back and rewatch the entire series, yeah. you're going to see those hints a lot right. more. You're going to be like, whoa, she said that? Yeah. Because, like, the entire time she's like, blood and fire. Yeah. and <laughs> Cool it, Danny, cool it. <laughs> and you know uh, shows like this they they realize we're, we're not once this is done airing it's going to live forever in binge mode right yeah everybody is going to going forward if they've never seen the show they're not going to watch one episode a week they are going to watch two to three episodes a night or something like that so it'll play a lot better that i guess that that break where we're not talking about it week after week after week and and analyzing every little thing yeah, yeah. You are correct, sir. Yes, I win! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so interesting little behind-the-scenes fact I was going to tell everybody. Uh, we're talking about Bald Move. That's what made us kind of want to start a podcast. True. I remember I emailed y'all out of the blue, because I used to listen to them for Walking Dead coverage. Yeah. And then the show turned a point to where all they did was bash on it every week. In fact, yeah. I don't even think they cover Walking Dead anymore. No, they don't. Uh and we're super positive on it. <laughs> I, mm. I emailed you. I was like, you know what, guys? I'm sick of the haters. I think we should do our own podcast. Um, so we can now hate on Walking Dead. Well, we started out positive, and then eventually we're like, yeah, the show kind of sucks now. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to see the positive side of things. You know, I don't, I don't want to watch something to rip on it. It's got to be bad. For me to start well, ripping, like ripping on writing and stuff like that. Come on, I mean, just because I it didn't. Well, I guess I was gonna say that's my thing. As I'm not a writer, I am not a TV <laughs> show producer. All I am is a viewer, and as a as somebody who just consumes this media, if I don't like it or if it, I think it's awful. Um, I I mean, I think we you know we talk about uh, Walking Dead, especially. Uh -huh. I'm I'm pretty negative on just because I think it's yeah. terrible. But um, I think we can also have kind of a, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I don't want to say unbiased because, you know, I, I just, I don't, I didn't hate this this season as much as a lot of other people did. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I thought they did a great job wrapping everything up. Oh, <laughs> I was looking up info on IMDb earlier uh, and I just saw episode ratings or as far as like people rating them out of 10 stars. Uh, that gave the finale 4.5. <laughs> this is just like a mass. This is people on that stupid uh, petition. Yeah. Let's all go in there and give them zeros. Well, what, what 
what would they have preferred? I mean, to end exactly the way they wanted it to. What what would they think have been that much better? Randy would have wanted three more foot of bricks on top of Jamie Lannister. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that would have actually been a little more satisfactory. No, I mean. Is is that the ending they were looking for? Is John sitting on the Iron Throne at the end? Is or that with Danny wanted? sitting on the Iron Throne as a good person, she saves the city. I, I, I think we would have to ask somebody who. Ooh, let's get one on the has phone. That opinion, and unfortunately, let's find us <laughs> I, a hater. Hey, uh, I, I hate that show. Hey, hey, I'm D. Tater. I don't like that show. <laughs> I tell you what, I'll make that my mission. Ooh. Although we're not gonna have an episode next week, so never mind. <laughs> we could we could tweet about it. Nah, let's just let it breathe. See what other people say. Uh, no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna decompress. No more Game of Thrones for me I, for a little while. I only have one person that I talk to about Game of Thrones at work, and she had kind of the same reaction as me. Is just not real sure what to think. Oh, I got I got some text messages last <laughs> night, and there were some people that were pissed off. Read some of them some to us, please. Oh, I delete my text. Really? What are you hiding there, buddy? What are you trying to hide? Hmm? I'm not. I, I treat it like an email inbox. The mm. if, uh-huh. if my email inbox is, is more than, I don't know, five <laughs> emails, then I have done a bad oh, job. Oh, you would hate mine then. I got like 400 in there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what if I need it later? Hold on. Let, let me see. Hang on. Let me see if I can dig them up on my watch. Nope, 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 I cannot. Okay. We'll paraphrase some of them for us. Well, if you need an email that we've written to each other, I probably have it somewhere. <laughs> I was called the C-word at one oh, point. Oh, jeez. So. Are you getting it into it with people? That's pretty serious. Are you arguing with them? <laughs> I guess. I mean, these are people that have my cell phone number, so I consider them at least somewhat <laughs> amicable acquaintances. Oh, my God. You got called the C-word. That's So this is on the table, fine. then. I can call you that now? Not on this podcast, you, would- you can't. Whoa! What? We can't use that word. I think that's a little beyond. But I can use that word because I'm a female. I'm not saying it to anyone, right? Is that the way that works? I I was hoping we'd just give her the silent treatment and see how long she'd go. No. Yeah. You can say whatever you want. You just have to accept the consequences of what you say. Mm. That's true. So I call people an effing C, and that would be okay. Well, you, I, it's kind of strange that you just censored yourself. I did. Considering you said those same two words not ten seconds ago. I oh. didn't have ing on the end of that one, though. I was going to say something. Hmm. Was it the c word? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have nothing. All right. So. All right. Well, uh, that, that's it for that part. Yep. <laughs> um. So that's it for our game of Go Thrones coverage. We'll be announcing something else soon. Stay tuned to our social media. We're going to do preacher scene, right? How do I? I don't know. I don't know when that starts up. Say goodbye. Maybe we can recap Barry if I finish it soon enough. Ooh, ooh, to ooh. Maybe we'll do uh, Stranger Things. That's when, in July. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's a little far away. Mm. July 4th weekend, I believe, is when it drops. It's like a month away. Uh, let's see. I mean, two months away, but uh, yeah. okay. we've we've teased out the possibility of doing the uh, live watch Stop of that. the first episode of Big Bang Theory. Mm. 
Oh, we're going to do the first episode of the most popular. Aren't they just all equally terrible? <laughs> Let's go with the most popular. I, uh, I think we're going to do the first episode. Mm. I don't know. We'll f- I, is there, I'm sure there are rankings out there, right? Yeah. But what if the most popular episode is actually pretty good? Then maybe I'll turn around on the show. Well, yeah, we should start out from the beginning. <laughs> we don't know any of these characters. I'm not going to stick with it, though. I'll, I hope not. Well, there's somebody named Sheldon, somebody named Penny. Well, you know more than I do. The dude from Roseanne. Roseanne? The dude from Roseanne, yeah. and your response was, <laughs> Roseanne? No. It's okay. She's She's hated. Not even John Goodman. You didn't go that <laughs> way. You just went with Roseanne. All right, let's check in. Oh, I, oh, you know what we need to do? Predictions. I updated the predictions. Oh, yeah. And I have winners to announce. Ooh. <laughs> uh, let's see. First up, three definitely dying. Randy got a win with Jorah, but he lost with Jon Snow and Bran. D. Damn it. Uh, let's see. I won with, or I, I guess right on Jamie, but wrong on Jon Snow and Gindry. Uh, D wins this category with Cersei and Euron, but not Sansa. Mm-hmm. So she got two out of three. Son of a Next yes! up, uh, three definitely living. We have one clear winner here. Um, Randy is not it. He it's definitely not he chose me. Sansa, Arya, and Jamie. He was wrong on Jamie. I can't believe he chose Jamie though. Ah, whatever. Uh, D chose Arya, Danny, and Bran. Danny is dead. Of course. Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. Uh, I chose all three. Tyrion, Brienne, and Samwell. I mean, if we were going to choose, you know, tier five characters, yeah. fine. I get it. Yeah, you True. would. True. Uh-huh. <laughs> y'all rip on me now because I'm going to rip on y'all later. Wait, and I went big. Uh, no one wins this next category. I, well, no, that's not how I judged it. Who will sit on the throne? Randy said Danny. I said Danny. D said Danny and John. So technically, D lost two points. No. So Randy and I <laughs> tie with a loss of one point. No, none of us got it. And there is no Iron Throne, so it's we all lost. Except it's a tie for first. Randy and Steven get it. D is the loser of that category. What do you think Brand's <laughs> throne will look like? Do you think it's just his wheelchair? Yeah, <laughs> he's not going to have a throne. You don't think they're going to build one for him? I don't think he would allow it or would want it. Or what if his response from now on to everything is, why do you think I came here? Or whatever he said. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think I already have a chair? Well, a guy in a, a, a $10,000 suit. <laughs> uh, next up, bold prediction. Uh, Randy guessed Brienne dies and Jamie kills Cersei. Uh, that's incorrect on both. <laughs> that's too wrong. And he said Night King raises Crips, which is technically wreck- correct. Minus two, plus one. He is minus one. You said he wrecked. I said correct. <laughs> D said new style of government and Johnny and Danny ruled together. I was close. But you were wrong on one. There's a kind of new style of government. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I said Brianna Torma would hook up. Uh, D wins that category because. I was close. yep so that's it Uh, we can't predict anything nope we are terrible at that it's a bad show to predict on really (laughs) so let's check in alright D what do you got 
How many hours of wrestling did you watch this week? Me? None. Okay. Zero. Um, let's see. I started a show on Netflix called Dead to Me. Uh, so far, so good. Is that with the Freaks and Geeks girl in it? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember her name. And Christina Applegate is uh, also in it. Um, and dreamy blue-eyed cyclops guy what the hell is his name i just blanked on it scott summers oh my god what scott summers stop it no that's not james marsden yes james marsden um yeah they're all in it it's good so far i've seen like the first four or five episodes or so pretty good um and then i watched a movie on netflix called wine country um, has Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph, Tina Fey, um, oh boy, a couple other SNL people. I can't remember that little short, weird-looking lady, Rachel something. Rachel Dratch. Um, yes. We'd like to apologize to Rachel Dratch <laughs> for Dee's description of you. Come on, she's weird-looking. Rachel, I don't even know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's weird-looking. Um, anyway, yeah, it was a pretty good movie. It was cute. Oh, I don't yeah, recommend it for men. Looking. I recommend it for women. But, yeah, that's it. Hey, some men are into terrible movies. Much like the deodorant secret. <laughs> <laughs> it's recommended for women. Good enough for a man, but made for women. Yes. <laughs> Is it wine country like the drink or like whining? Like the drink. Quit oh, your gotcha. whinging. <laughs> cool. Anything else? Nope. Cool. We're housewives, of course. Uh, I'm not writing that. Yeah. I write it every single week. Vanderpump Rules. It's just in here. They're in the reunion right now. Reunion shows. Those are real good. Really? Yeah. Okay. I feel like they... <laughs> the more what's the, ridiculous the show, the more parts to the reunion there are. Like, pretty oh, soon yeah. we're just going to get Vanderpump Rules, the reunion, episode 12. Yeah. <laughs> They're ridiculous. I wonder if the reunions could ever have more episodes than the show. That would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) One episode of the show, and then they talk about it for ten episodes. I mean, really, the only difference between the show and the reunion is it's more yelling and they're dressed up fancier. And more cleave. Yeah. And you get a lot of shit-eating grins from uh, Andy Cohen. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, yep, this is money. He actually told the... (laughs) the Vanderpump Rules people to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Goodness. One day he's just going to get stabbed by one of those housewives on that <laughs> reunion show. He's come close a couple of times. <laughs> I'm surprised somebody hasn't gotten stabbed. There's they no- know he's the he's the reason why they're even on there. So. <laughs> Anyways. Cool. Uh, let me see. Me, I reserved my QuakeCon seat today. Mm. That was nice. nice. Got an owl seat. It's actually kind of a weird setup. Uh, <laughs> first, I, I bought a ticket just for my computer, blah, 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 blah. And then I registered for a press pass separately. And you get a receipt for both of those transactions. And you're supposed to use your confirmation number as your code to get your seat. And they release the seats at 9 a.m. And frantically getting in there. Everybody's taking seats. You can see the seats disappearing on the chart because you can watch it live. And my stupid code's not working. I'm like, you idiot! What is happening? What? I was typing in the press pass confirmation number as opposed to the ticket I bought. So I lost 15 minutes of precious seat time. Uh, So I finally got myself a seat. It's an aisle seat, which is nice. 
but there's a column right next to our table. So it's just me and this dude, some dude, I don't know. Well, I'm going to know this dude, <laughs> but we're technically the only two people in this tiny little aisle. And this is, this is one of the larger columns. So it takes up like six chairs. So we're going to get to know each other. Uh, this weekend I built my, uh, gaming shelf for, uh, my upcoming land season. Uh, cause I'm going to DreamHack in a couple weeks, which is DreamHack Dallas. It's going to be huge. I mean, lots of techno bands playing. Is that what, is that what techno is? Bands? Yes. They play a lot of electronica. I'm not into it, but I'm into gaming. Anyways, a computer gaming shelf, D. I'm going to mansplain something to you real quick. I'm going to sleep right now. <laughs> D. Tater out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, then I'll turn my attention to the audience out there. It's a wood stand that you put on your desk that your computer sits above your monitor on this shelf. I'm going to let that sink in for a second. To what purpose? So you don't have to have it on the table with you, uh, taking up precious space or under the table. Uh, or if you, you know, if you want to display it so people can see it. I mean, I got a wicked case. A wicked gaming computer case. What are you going to do with all this extra room? I don't know. I want a coffee cup. Mm. <laughs> Couldn't fit a coffee cup before? No. Mouse pad space is premium. In fact, I have a measuring tape here. Right? Yeah. I need 15 inches of space. Let me just see how big this mouse pad is. Oh, perfect. It's going to be so glorious. Thanks for that demonstration oh. of measuring tape. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like to see pictures of my build, feel free to go to qnewsnetwork.com. Uh, I posted pictures. In fact, I even posted a little how-to guide to build the shelf. I tried to style it after an Ikea how-to guide. Uh, so it's just a bunch of pictures and you go on figure it out? I'm quirky in it. There's just, yeah, it's, it's good. It's a good, good read. Yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be fun. Uh, last thing for me, I'm embarking on a comic book project. I'm going through some of my older comic books. Have I lost everybody at this point? Randy, are you still here? I'm still here. I'm, I'm on your Twitter, on the Q News Network Twitter feed, and I'm not seeing oh. anything for a... Uh... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I didn't even post. It's posted. Scroll down. <laughs> oh, sh- shit. No, it's not there. Ah, yes! How is that possible? How is this possible? Oh, there it is. It's under top stories. Apparently the picture's not showing up. So it's called Build Your Own Land Gaming Shelf is the title of the article. Can people tell you on there that they're interested or not interested? I don't care if they're interested or not. I'm going to get on there and put not interested. The only thing I don't want people to do is to build it incorrectly, have it topple over, and kill like a million people in King's Landing, and then they... Hold me responsible. It's going to catch everything on fire. <laughs> yes. The dragon's going to come through and burn the rest of it down. Yes. So anyways, I'm going through my comic books right now. Oh, can you produce a dragon? Do I listen to you? Listen to me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through my comic book collection and replacing all the old bags and boards with all new bags and boards. <laughs> 
I was hoping for a little support from Randy. <laughs> but uh, I just uh, I didn't realize that was a massive undertaking. Well, when you have four thousand comic books, oh good it god! Is. Listen, I'm still not seeing this. I'm still not seeing this. Uh, I well, would, I would close your internet and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> go to bed. I don't, <laughs> don't even bother looking at how to sleep. <laughs> I'll send you a link real quick. Oh, yes. Are, are you going to build one, Randy? Ooh, I'll help you. I would like to see Randy try this. No. He will definitely end up crushing himself. He will kill somebody. <laughs> I'll there, be I'll you a link. one layer of rubble. <laughs> I'll just see your hands sticking up. <laughs> I don't understand. I built it out of bricks. This, uh, yeah, and <laughs> that hand is somehow painted gold. <laughs> yes it'll just be me coloring it gold before steven gets there <laughs> on his dead body yes <gasps> this will be so great <laughs> aren't you sad for randy uh, i'm there will be time for that i just thought he was passed out right, drunk right now i just need the joke oh my god that needs to be our next thing paint somebody's hand i mean we're a little old to like pass out drunk at parties at this point yeah but if somebody does it, we need to paint their hand gold. And I, I think that we're a little old to be doing things to people while they're passed out drunk. I think we're yeah. a little old to be having sleepovers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not having a sleepover. We're just out late. Oh. Which for us would be like 11 o'clock. <laughs> That's really late for me now. I, I have sleepovers. With your dog or cat? No, with my friends. Your land parties? I've been yeah. to one. We, we didn't sleep, really. You slept. You slept. You slept over that night. I did sleep, sleep over together? that night. No. <laughs> Could we have painted you that night? I think I got maybe like three hours of... I was still drunk the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> so it is possible that we could have painted you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that was a good night. That would not be the first time that I've drawn on Randy. <laughs> I haven't been invited back since. I invite you every single time. It's not true. Uh-oh. I'm pretty sure it is. I invite you to at least the ones I host. Yeah, that's true. That that That's factually correct. Good. They're trouble in tater paradise. And I posted a <laughs> selfie on that page with the, the how-to. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. <laughs> what the hell are you? What do you mean? I'm in a garage building this thing. Oh, your friend over there looked like he was wearing a mask. <laughs> okay. It's his, it's, his, it's his beard and his uh, hat, yes. Oh, well. So, yeah. Uh, I brought my iPad I with my little mount thing I have for it, and I mounted it on the wall, and I plugged it in, and I got the time-lapse video thing all ready to go because I was going to do time-lapse before it's building our shelves. Uh, I didn't hit record. Good job. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's it. So that's it for my check-in. All right. I think Randy, Randy just, just passed fell out over. drunk. <laughs> that was close. It's a bit hairy there for a second. <laughs> Did you fumble with your microphone? No, no. Things were falling around me. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Are you trying to build a shelf? <laughs> Are we going to find you under it? <laughs> I'm going to build this right now. Oh, we should stop. Yeah, we should. We're done. I'm pretty sure people have tuned out by now anyways. I don't know. I was pretty engaging. No, you really weren't. To you, just because you hate me. True. Oh. <laughs> All right. Is that it? 
yeah i think so so we'll announce what we're doing next and uh then we'll do it so until then chicken for dinner chicken for dinner <laughs> i'm d of house tater there you go <laughs> and i'm randy under a layer of bricks <laughs> One layer, to be specific. <laughs> Is that it? Can we cut out my dumb laugh at the end there? I think I'm pretty sure it's been... <laughs> nice. <laughs> Taters. I know. <laughs> I messed up. I was trying to read the line and then I messed up. <laughs> you left out like 10 words. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> because I'm D and I can't ad lib. We gave you all the power. We even all hired a cue card crew who, to hold up cards. And you won't even look at them. You were the Daenerys of that situation. <laughs> You took all the power and just shitted it away. I set it on fire. <laughs> you said Dracarys to that intro. I did.